0: Everybody, welcome back to the FYP, the For Your Period podcast. And I'm I'm just gonna keep up with the weird ratty voice for all of the fans.
1: The libido voice.
0: (laughs) The libido. Yesterday, I got on a call with Sharvi, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I sound very weird." She's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "My cold, like my dropped like three octaves." And she's like. I don't know your voice that well yet. I was like, I normally don't sound like this, <laughs> she was like, this is like the yourself.
1: Phoebe buffet, like yes. sexy, cold voice. Like this is this yeah. is what. A... <laughs> this,
0: this is what we're coming to. It so enjoy it while it lasts. Okay, <laughs> so before we bring you another juicy episode for this month, let's jump into our cycle. Chicken. Where are you guys checking out in your cycle? Where are we at? I'm day three i'm on
2: the struggle bus day three Mm. sarah and i were just talking i did not (laughs) love on my hormones last month Mm. i was i think i cried like every day in january so my Mm. stress level was high um and wifing and momming and businessing Mm. and all of that just i pushed stuff to the back and my report card showed
0: it so yeah i'll do better next cycle but day three i'm struggling (laughs) <laughs> oh we're sending you so much stuff and that is like it really the feedback will come to you quick fast and in a hurry like in real time you will get the feedback on that so i'm sorry and it's also fine. it happens we'll su- we'll su- keep supporting you during this next cycle thank you <laughs> uh, sarah where are you checking out with your cycle today
1: i'm on day six so you know i'm on you day six me. Uh, yeah, but and my period, I was, I'm happy to report, I think it was 26 days long this time, which for me is good. Cause usually I'm a 24 day girl. It's really been that way since I had Addy, mm-hmm. but like I was telling, I think Anna last week, like I have had a very low inflammatory diet in the month mm-hmm. of January and I've been taking my Semaine health daily supplement. Um, and now I don't okay. think I can be without it.
2: So <laughs> I got to go in the cycle store right now and get that. Yes. I'm going, yeah.
1: And you can find that in the cycle store, in the agenda app. And I highly recommend it. Um, I'm pretty sure I forgot to take it like two days in a row and mm-hmm. acne. But then when I remember to take it oh every my day, my skin looks great. <laughs> so
0: oh, That's amazing. That's a glowing endorsement. Yeah. It's so that's it. Besides fiber, you guys haven't heard it yet, but uh, my my kick for the year is fiber, <laughs> and we'll go into that in another episode. It's not very sexy. We're not going to talk about it today. But the other thing I will not stop talking about to everyone is Simian Health. I'm like, you have a little twinge. Have you tried? Have you heard of this thing called Simian Health PMS support? Can I interest you in it in the daily? And they're like, what, lady? Like, this is not even your company. I'm like, no, but I'm literally, I'm obsessed. Yeah, they make that. some good stuff. So <laughs> kind of good.
2: I'm literally um, doing it now. If you're watching this, I'm in, I'm in my cycle store and I'm i like,
0: oh yeah, I'm, I have to I'm get on. it right now. Um, I am on day seven. And despite, this is like, so what's so interesting thing about the hormones is despite having you can hear me having a cold yesterday i was like talking to anna working out and she's like go lay down i was like my body needs to move because i have so much energy mentally from the follicular phase that even though my body's like limping along my brain's like let's go do stuff so it's been getting me into action if i was in the luteal phase right now i would be laid out on this floor but instead i'm like let's get it done so that is you can just kind of see the more you track and understand your cycle how you react to different life circumstances, depending on where you're at in the cycle. It is no joke. So I am recovering from my cold, but I am feeling fabulous. And I am ready to talk about libido inducing foods. Okay, Sarah, take it away. Let's talk about.
1: So I, you know, we're talking about libido and we always, I mean, like who doesn't like to eat? I mean, everybody likes to eat. So We figured it was, you know, probably a good call to maybe talk about some aphrodisiacs or, you know, their foods that are meant to have an effect on your sexual desire. Uh, It turns out that a lot of these... Have been aphrodisiacs or considered aphrodisiacs for like way back into antiquity. But now, mm. you know, we have modern day science, which is explaining why that might have been, or it was just somebody got like a wild hair up their butt and they got lucky. But, you know, <laughs> science is now kind of telling us that most of these really are just superfoods. And when we are healthy, chances are our libidos also going to be healthy so first one on the list I'll just say it is oysters and I remember the first time I heard this as an adolescent and I was like you have to be shitting me like oysters are <laughs> disgusting <laughs>
2: oh
1: little
2: well, I know there are fe- there are faces being made right now you guys don't like Yeah, oysters? sorry we're making faces the paws were for the faces but y'all there's this place in New Orleans called Acme Oyster and those oysters oh they're they're amazing. They're amazing. They're good. They don't look like a booger wrapped in snot. Like they are <laughs> they're amazing. So, <laughs> there's ways to make your oysters yummy. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, I I love oysters.
1: Like I okay. didn't like gotcha. them as a kid. Um they I would say they're an acquired taste, but I actually I love oysters. I like trying them from different places. I prefer mine to be a little brinier. Like I want to be able to taste the sea. Otherwise it's like what the what's the point? Um, But yeah, oysters have long been considered an aphrodisiac.
0: I love that for you guys. (laughs) I will not be. I think I have a slight seafood allergy. Like it makes my stomach, like any kind of seafood or fish makes my stomach upset. So um, yeah, it's a no for me, but it is a, I will healthily endorse that for anybody else because like, I want to like it. Like seafood's so good for your brain anyway. I'm just like, okay. Okay. What are we going to say the science at the end or now? Yeah, What's the so, science behind oysters?
1: Well, at first I want to, the thing that I, I was like, I knew oysters had been, have like always been considered an aphrodisiac, but I couldn't remember why. So when I was researching it, like one of the things that came up was that Giacomo, like Casanova. So like Casanova associated, like a historically, like infamous lover apparently. And they claimed mm-hmm. to eat 50 oysters every morning for breakfast and gave oysters credit for their seemingly unending sexual appetite and energy levels so people thought they were aphrodisiacs before that but i think that gave a lot of credence to the story
0: yeah okay okay
1: <laughs> but um oysters hmm. are really rich in zinc which is necessary for testosterone production which everybody needs for a healthy uh-huh. libido they also contain de-aspartic acid and N-methyl-D-aspartate, forgive my pronunciation, but basically there are two amino acids that are relatively rare that have been shown to increase sex hormone production, at least in rats. So, you know, it's not definitive, but research suggests that there are actually these compounds in oysters um, that can help with that. Okay, oysters. And then oh oysters, oysters are really go. just like a nature, they're like a multivitamin basically. Um, mm. they're also rich in calcium, protein, and vitamin C. And, um,
0: yeah, i going to get you all the way together. If you have, a Yeah, cut, like, I,
1: I have, um, I don't really love shucking them myself I took a class on it once like how to shuck an oyster but it's just like I'm not doing that all the time even though you can get oysters like just like at the market up the street from my house so I will sometimes buy them like in a can like smoked oysters in a tin they're mm-hmm. great on like a snack plate if you like fish if you don't like fish it's probably not for you but you don't have to eat them raw in order to get, get the benefits. Get benefit. okay okay Um. Yeah, they're really good with like some raw cheddar and crackers. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it's like a really yeah. hearty snack.
2: <laughs> hmm. I've never oh, purchased okay. oysters from the store. I've only got them at restaurants. I, oh, yeah. I'm adding that to the list. I'm the- pretty sure
1: they would shuck them for me too, especially if I was just going to like bring them home and eat them. I need to investigate because I really do like oysters and they're not that Sarah's expensive. Sarah's going to host an
0: oyster night. She's yeah, hosting Sarah, an night. Like,
1: you've got like- yes. I am proximity to the oysters. I am close to the bay, the Chesapeake Bay, and the Atlantic Ocean, so you know it's easier for me to get.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: The next one on my list are figs. Ooh. I mean, have you ever opened a fig and just looked at it? It's very sick.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: I also did not know that figs, like, are actually an inverted flower. They're not actually a fruit. They're actually an inverted flower. And in order for them to like pollinate, for figs to pollinate, there is, are actually creatures called fig wasps that actually crawl into the fig. And like they bring the the, the fig wasps bring the pollen. Mm-hmm. And then so that's how like the fig gets impregnated. And then like that's also where the fig wasp like lays their eggs. That's also kind of sexy, honestly. right? So it's so like weird. they're literally getting impregnated. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> like the figs are getting impregnated by the wasps. By the wa- um, I was like, wow, that's that's super sexual. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like when you—I don't weird. know what a fig wasps look looks like, but I imagine it looks like other wasps, and they're kind of phallic. So yeah, yeah. Uh yeah.
0: I'm, I'm Googling fig wasp right now.
1: Yeah, I don't oh, really I didn't too. Google that because it mm. was too scary.
2: So I I grew up when mm. fig came out and mm. to me they were for like old people to help go to the bathroom or something like that. I don't know. Um but it's the the little seeds in there that I just can't get around with a fig. I tried to like figs. I tried to just eat the fig and what about
1: dried figs?
2: I guess I could do dried figs.
1: Dried figs are, I mean, I love fresh figs, but dried figs are a lot easier to eat with like, you don't get like the inside of a flower basically. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I
2: know that,
0: that's what it, yeah, okay. My college roommate had very old parents. And so she's like, the problem is you're not getting the premium figs. Like, like, Like the ones that old people get that are like the really juicy ones. Like there's like these like fig selects. And like, they have, like, this silver foil around them. Oh. Yeah. And so I tried one of them. And I was like, okay, I'm down with this old people food now. Like, it's I like thought a they Like a Harry were and eating. David
1: situation? Where you got to, like, order I don't them know. special? They're just, like,
0: fancy. Or even, like, at the grocery store. But, like, the fanciest version of the bagged figs.
2: Bougie figs. Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so now I'm I'm down for them. I was going to get- I don't know. There's a lot of fiber. That is the, the thing yeah. I've heard about figs. Is... I don't know how sexy that is, but- I mean, again, it's just
1: overall health. You health. know, if you're not backed mm-hmm. up, you're going to probably be more capable
0: of getting in the mood because yeah, no one wants to be in the mood. If you're backed up, that's no. just, there's nothing sexy about that. Absolutely so. not.
1: No. But figs really are, again, they're just a superfood, like in addition to being a good source of dietary fiber, they're a good source of magnesium, which is essential for the production of sex hormones. They're also a good source of an amino acid that increases the production of nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is important for expanding your blood vessels and promoting blood flow, which we need to our genitals when we get aroused
0: yes that's also why they're definitely talking to old people about eating figs yeah, the, yeah. The, blood the blood flow expansion situation yes uh,
2: have they have you a lot of other that twin experiment thing on netflix yet which one no the twin experiment on netflix oh. where they one twin on the carnivorous diet one on and they they had the women watch porn and they recorded they had the infrared camera on their genitals and it showed from when they, when the experiment started to when it stopped, the blood flow increased on the plant-based diet, three hundred and seventy-one percent. Yes, oh my God. it was. I was like, well, if that's an endorsement for stopping dairy and meat, I
0: don't know. <laughs> holy holy. Yeah, holy moly. Yeah. Sorry, I, you said blood flow, and so the figs. Health. The figs are helping with the blood flow. The
1: figs are helping, and, and they uh, the also plants. have a lot of other vitamins and mm-hmm. minerals. And just a fun fact that I found was that there's some research that suggests, like, the smell of figs could also help promote Arousal. libido, even more than the taste. Um, I was like, it's that's amazing. just cool, you know.
2: It's totally
1: cool. Um, another one was almonds, which are shaped like an egg. So I get that. Mm. Uh Mm -hmm. I I love almonds,
0: but I don't think of them as totally sexy.
1: No, not really. But you know, I guess it's like this. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's I'm a loud chewer, so I feel like I just go. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's
1: why we're giving you options. (laughs) Options. (laughs) (sighs) Um and yeah, that was really all I could find with almonds is that it's often like because of the egg shape that was either thought to like help me ma- make people think of like w- like female eggs or just like think of fertility. Um, mm-hmm. But they are a good source of zinc and selenium, which help to reduce inflammation, again, improving circulation and they're also high in omega 3 fatty acids which are important for hormone synthesis and our sexual thoughts are driven by our hormones so yeah. you know you got to Also just want to point
0: out you may not be thinking about these things like on a conscious level right you not, you might not think of it and be like look at her eggs She's probably got some ready to scramble, right? Like you maybe not be thinking about that like consciously, but because we are so animalistic, there's a lot of stuff that's going on at the subconscious level. Like that's why they've said throughout history, certain body types are indicative of more attractiveness because of how they tie to fertility signals of fertility, or even just like different things about men, like strong jaw can be indicative of high testosterone levels of like all of... So you may not be, you may be listening to this podcast and be like, what the hell are you guys talking about? I'm not thinking about eggs, about any of this, or, you know, but these can be the things that are going on under the surface that are deeply impacting your libido. So I always have to remember that that too. Like, I don't think anyone's looking at me consciously and be like, those hips, she could probably make a lot of babies, but like subconsciously. (laughs) Like, like, isn't there like a link in girls
2: liking horses and like because they're like muscular and it reminds like when girls are kind of close to menarchy they are they love horses and it's like
0: i'll look it up because y'all are looking at me like i'm no i
1: want to know more like that's (laughs) yeah
0: i know i knew a lot of horse girls so it's it's ringing a lot of bells for me to be honest with you and it's not
2: because anything sexual that they want to do with the horse but it's like this subconscious animalistic brain it's
0: like being yeah, around so and the yeah as as well as as consci- conscientious as we think we are like we're still animals where there's a lot of these biological urges and these things that are embedded in our DNA and in our history and in our animal history that have us thinking all kinds of freaky shit even if we're not conscious of the stuff <laughs> that's going on so yes if that's not resonating with you maybe pass along the info to your subconscious and see what happens
1: yeah <laughs> the next one I awesome. have is dark chocolate.
0: Oh yeah. That's just a 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um let's see, historically speaking, the Aztec emperor, do you want to pronounce it Alex?
2: Who is it? Show it to me. Montezuma? I think Montezuma.
1: I don't know cuz like I found different spellings for it and I was just like, that yeah, sounds right. Montezuma. Yeah, Montezuma was said to consume a lot of drinking chocolate in general, but also to fuel romantic encounters. And the Maya called uh, mm-hmm. it the food of the gods. So, mm-hmm.
0: you know. I, could, was... I my, Here are my guesses. Tell me if it's right. Maybe we can turn this into a game for the rest of the mana. See if we think we know what mineral property. So I would say the caffeine in it could help, like, maybe get you more awake and alert to have mm-hmm. sexual encounters. There's also high amounts of magnesium in dark chocolate, which you had already talked about as a good for overall sexual blood flow. And it's just like sexy. Like it is just a hot food, like chocolate. Silky and satiny and the way it moves in
2: your mouth when it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's good, it's good. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so it's like that's like the sensory, like the sensory um, Mm -hmm. aspect of chocolate. But in addition to what you said, which are all true, there's also has some like feel-good compounds That happens like you get Mm. when you eat it. One is theobromine, which acts Mm. like caffeine. It's a stimulant for your central nervous system and it has like mood boosting properties. And the other is phenylethyl, phenylethamine. No, that's not right. Phenylethylamine. I'll put the word somewhere else because, you know, we'll put them in the show notes. But basically, it's another compound um, that works with theobromine and triggers uh, the production of the same endorphins produced when you actually have sex.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. So I get chocolate-covered almonds after I eat some oysters. Right. Or just
1: get some of the niche like, chocolate
0: bites. niche chocolate bites. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's a good I'm one. seeing I'm seeing an, a whole cycle sinking aphrodisiac menu coming together. But here. that's
1: really what it is. It's like boosting your, it's not just about your libido. It's about yeah. like helping your menstrual cycle yeah. all cycle long. All the time. Some of these foods. Um, which again is just it makes me chuckle because it's not just about the ovulatory phase.
2: No. No. You need it's to support all, all the, the
1: phases. Yeah. Um, the last one I have is pomegranates.
0: Mm. that's also a hot food that is just a hot food it's full of it's volumptuous yes full of seeds just juicy yeah. mm-hmm. the it's, color is like a very color light it's sexy and erotic and yeah 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 it's kind of a pain in the ass but then it's like the message like you have to work hard for it yeah, and it's worth good. it yeah you
2: know,
0: it's worth there's it a, there's a happy ending <laughs> with the pomegranate.
2: Yeah, in, in that's the middle. right
1: but <laughs> yeah. i didn't know this Um, But the word, I did this part made sense. The word aphrodisiac originates with Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of Mm -hmm. love, Mm -hmm. who in Mm -hmm. Greek mythology is credited with planting the first pomegranate tree. So that one kind of made sense why the ancient Greeks associated pomegranates with like fertility and as a aphrodisiac.
0: And then they're just plump, you know, they kind of look like them. Nice little, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so very hot very very hot well this was such a fun episode so let's just end with Oh wait
1: before we end
0: oh okay
1: i did want to share why pomegranates were oh oh, Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um well first they're loaded with antioxidants the blood the blood flow um Mm -hmm. and another point about like blood flow that i didn't talk about before is that lubrication is also dependent Mm. on your blood flow to that area um an orgasm is going to be easier if your clitoris is getting plenty of circulation. Yeah. There's also research that suggests drinking pomegranate juice regularly can reduce cortisol, our main stress hormone. Oh. And that has like, they've shown a correspondence with that to increase testosterone and sex drive in males and females.
0: And for women, arousal is just a lot harder when you have high levels of cortisol. Also, so. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. So I was just going to say, let's end with like, what is your, that was a great list. What is your favorite food on the list? Let's just end there. Dark chocolate. Me too. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know if it like works for me for any of those other purposes, but it's just like, I love yeah. dark, dark chocolate. Yeah. Like right you could eye.
2: dip my phone in dark chocolate and I would try to eat it. Like yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the one
1: where I was just like, I mean, if I had to eat one of them and like just pick one for the yeah. rest of time, it would be
0: chocolate. Yeah. Right. I just got um, these has just had these um, dark chocolate sea salt caramels mm. and like they're like the perfect chew of caramel. Because, you know, like a, it can be too soft or too like crunchy for a, mm-hmm. like one. Of, it's like the perfect consistency covered in this like amazing dark chocolate with sea salt on the top.
1: Yeah, that is the perfect perfect combination there's a local chocolate shop that does a pinot noir salted caramel so it has like a little bit of like robust like wine flavor yeah. i don't really know how to explain it but i like can't go in there anymore because i'm them all.
0: <laughs> so good it's good for get you some dark I, chocolate that's true <laughs> treat, yourself.
2: treat yourself awesome thanks
0: thank you all for this episode and we'll see you next time